Hi, I'm Tim Krolski. When you're in trucking, each day is different and so is every topic. From regulations to technology, from customers to the daily life of a trucker, it's time to hear from the folks on the road and the people off the road who provide support. Will you agree with their thoughts? Find out when you come with me on Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. Hello and welcome to another edition of Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. Today I am very honored to have a lovely couple. Mr. Mike Burnett and his wife Peggy are both with me today in the studio. Uh, Mike was hired with Garner Trucking in um, 2019, so just a little over a year ago in, in October. So welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we have a, I think, pretty interesting topic today. I think for me, one that is close to my heart. I'm married. I've did the did the job out on the road of, of truck truck driving and trying to raise children and all those things that become such a challenge for all sides of the house. So, you know, there's in a lot of ways you can you can provide for a household. Uh, some of these career paths require more strength and stamina than some of the others. I've always believed that in order to be successful in trucking, you must have solid support from the home front and just as much support when you get outside the home for that, that driver that's on the road. The over-the-road trucking requires understanding and patience from all sides of the relationship. Ultimately, anyone who is driven or does drive over the road has chosen this career to improve their quality of life. So it leads me really to my first question. I, I want to I talk to you, Mike, for a second. What led you to trucking? Well, I was in retail for 31 years, and I always had an interest in it because I worked directly with drivers, and our um, the company I worked for had NTB as the trucking company. Okay. So I worked directly with their dispatch and their drivers, and then we also had our home fleet that I worked with, and I always was interested in joining that part of the company in the distribution center area. Sure. But they were always too far from home. And so when I was offered an early retirement, I figured that pursuing this was a... That's a your good, opening. Huh? That was my opening, so... Okay. Peggy, how did you feel about that at the time? I was ready for him to get out of there before <laughs> okay. he killed himself. Right. Not, <laughs> not get out of the house, but get out, out of... Out of retail. Yeah. Out okay. of retail. Retail is a terrible company. Business to work for when you're there for so long, it, it just gets really dragging on family sure. as well as him. And it was really challenging for well, all of us. Well, it's just as long hours, is it not? I mean... Oh, I don't know. Because he was on call even at home. That's and what I so mean. It's, it's, it was, it's long hours. Yeah. It was, it was... He was management, so he, he would get the calls, hey, the... You know, this isn't working, and he'd have to go in. I mean, there was a Christmas, what, you spent four hours at home on Christmas Day because you got called back into work because things weren't working, even though they weren't open. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that made it a challenge. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So what was your perspective? And I think, Mike, you shared a little bit with us already about that, but what was your perspective on the industry before committing to the career and the lifestyle? Um just working with those drivers, I mean, they were telling me their experiences. Um, so I was able to not only get it from the retail side, but also from their perspective. <clears throat> so I, anytime I got a call from a driver, I was able to um, make sure I got to that door, opened it as quick as I could, offered whatever assistance I could. Um, so I think 
having both perspectives why I still worked at that company has helped me as a driver now when I do show up at customers and know what kind of challenges they might be facing. I can sympathize with them and not get upset with them if I have a delay of getting loaded or unloaded. I think it's, uh, I think that perspective um, is commonly where we either win or we fail when it comes to trucking specifically. We're gonna talk a lot about perspective today um, during the course of this. Peggy, was your perspective on trucking um, different from his beforehand versus what it is now? Basically, I really didn't have any perspective on trucking. I never dealt with anybody with trucking. I I did work for a warehouse where I loaded trucks, but they were just a, um, what are the day-to-day -day, uh, drivers? Okay, so more like an LTL type yeah. situation so, or the local delivery? Local deliveries, yes. Okay. And so I really didn't deal with them that much, just loading their truck and, and everything. So for me, that's the only thing I had with trucking. I really didn't know anything else about it. All right. So since since Mike's gotten started, what, what kind of perspective do you have on the industry? I mean, we're over a year in. I think um, trucking is very important in the industry that um, I'm, I'm glad that he's doing it because I know that... Um, with the pandemic and everything, I don't think he would have been well through retail because mm -hmm. it was, was really tough at that time, I think. So I think there's a lot to be had for being a trucker, and there's a lot of things that you need to think about and how to do it. How about on the home front? How, how do you feel about things? I guess, was there a different perspective before he said, okay, we're going to go. We're doing this. This is, this is where my career is taking me now, or this is where my path is taking me. Well, before when he worked in retail, he was working third out, third shift. So he was home, eat, sleep, and go to go to yeah, work. Yeah. So I never saw him. We saw well, about three or four hours a day. Um, the kids basically never saw him. So it really isn't a whole lot of difference for us because he has worked for that other company for 31 years. I pretty much raised the kids because he was working. I was, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Right. So um, Which is, that's a full-time gig and a half by itself. Right, because I have going to football, then going to volleyball, then going back to football to pick that kid up, and then going back and picking up the volleyball, then going back to the football for another kid. And then, you know, I just don't know how that they could have gotten back and forth their practices. We live out in the country. Right. So for me, it, there wasn't a whole lot of difference or a whole lot of change when he went in trucking, except for I don't basically see him or be able to touch him every day. I'm still able to talk with him and with, uh, you know, with the headsets that he has. And we still um, video chat at night and that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, really there hasn't been a whole lot of change for me in that respect. Well, I think that brings up an interesting point in the, some of the communication pieces that you're talking about. You know, to me, the pros of being in a relationship while trucking isn't always obvious, uh, but they're, they're not too difficult to identify, and especially more so now um, where we do live in a time where you can stay connected. It's very easy to stay connected, as you're pointing out. Um, trucking is one of the few jobs where you can go to work and bring your significant other or your spouse with you if we weren't in COVID times. <laughs> um, life on the road uh, and at home keeps you both occupied. You know, So there's plenty for both sides of the house to do in terms of the workload from trucking and the workload that, that comes from, from taking care of a household. 
And I think also couples can value their time a little bit more when they are together. There's, there's, uh, it makes it a little more special. Uh, and then the money's not bad either. The, the other side of that coin is sometimes I think it's easier for a lot of people to dwell on the cons of trucking when it comes to relationships. When I got prepared for this show, I like to kind of take a look at some of those perspectives. There's a lot of uh, opinions and things you can find online and and I thought it was interesting some of the you know some of the things that I guess I didn't really deal with while I was out on the road but but come to fruition or or that people have this perception of you know having long dis- distance relationships it, it can be difficult um, you know your trust issues and, and it's challenging to raise kids uh, less opportunities for socializing you know when you when you've got those family events and those types of things a lot of times you're not able to do that friends you know get getting together those types of things you may not be able to do that during the week and planning activities you know when it comes time to finish or or start as as far as trucking's concerned you're finding out you know what you're doing you know Sunday or Monday in our case you know for for the following week but you're finding that out typically on Friday so by that point people already have their plans set and, and their schedules made it makes it difficult in those regards what advice would you give to someone who's in a relationship or married and is just getting into trucking and Peggy I want to start with you on that one my advice would be to be available for when your trucker needs someone to talk to um, they're on the roads 11 hours a day with nobody else to talk to. And it doesn't matter what I'm doing at home. I could be making supper. I could be transporting kids from place to place. When that phone rings and it's him, my life stops. Because I don't know if he is falling asleep and getting tired and he needs someone to talk to to just kind of, because he's in a long stretch of Spark the brain. nothing else going on. Um, so I, since I'm a stay at home mom, I have that capability. I know there's a lot of people that work and they wouldn't be able to do that, but, um, I'm always available when he calls, you know, he doesn't drive back and forth to work. I come pick him up or drop him off and that kind of stuff. And back before he got his, the nicer truck, (laughs) it would break down and I would come to Garner and transfer one truck from the next while he is, you know, getting whatever else he needs to do. I am just always available for him just because I need to be that support for him. Okay. And knowing that the kids are fine at home, he knows that I got everything under control. And yeah, I do call and say, you know, so-and-so, you know, aggravated me or, you know, something happened. And then I regret doing that because I don't want to make him stressed with the, the home life. So right. I, I'm trying to learn that as myself is not to call him up and vent from him. I'll call somebody else <laughs> so that he's not worrying about what's going home on at home with the kids mike do you do you have uh some different thoughts on that in terms of what kind of advice you might give uh, to someone who's getting started from your perspective from my perspective having my wife peggy as involved as she is um has helped a lot so if you can get your spouse involved in your job it makes it a lot easier Um, especially when you're first starting out um, she's helped me find spots to sleep. Um, she's Googled the businesses where I'm delivering to, which gives hints on maybe where to go for receiving. Um, if there's bad reviews, good reviews. So kind of 
So She's, I need to hire Peggy? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> sure. I, I'm ready. Let's go. We actually talked about that as something that you're going to introduce in the training, um, Googling um, yeah. the, the businesses, because um, it's it, it's helped, out, helped me out a lot. It's, there's been a couple places where in the review it actually will tell you where the receiving door is or shipping mm-hmm. so you knew which entrance to enter. So, I mean, she's helped out a lot with that. Her involvement, I mean, making the meals. She'll leave a little special message on some of my meals. Um, just keeping us together as a family unit. What so. kind of advice would you give for that driver that's getting out on the road? Um, what would you say that they need to be doing to provide support or um, what they can do to, to help improve the quality of life for the folks that are being left behind for a better lack of a way of saying that each week uh, to be available for them um i know i call her but i also want to be there for her and she did mention she doesn't want to vent to me um but as a husband um <clears throat> there's times where i will take it negatively because i'm not there and it's hard for me to um not be there and to support her and to support the children yeah. um but I also know that she needs someone to talk to, and that's who a, it's it's a it's an effort both ways. Um, I know one of the things that used to come up very regularly for my wife and I, and of course the communication, the way that you can have that today was not that way years ago. It would be that I'd have to stop at a pay phone and make a phone call and and use a calling card and all those types of things, but. Um, Sometimes my wife just needed to speak to an adult. <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes you just need to um, to vent and, and um, you know, the, the realities of what it's like to be a grown-up and dealing with those stresses just have to be conveyed. And so being here, I, I agree with you to be, be there as that support. Um, it's interesting, too, because your comments, Peggy, were that um, sometimes you kind of hold back you know, on those those pressures or those stresses so that you don't contribute um, to, you know, stressing Mike out during the course of his day because it is stressful. Um, and, and vice versa, then you have, Mike, the same perspective that, okay, you need to be there and make yourself available to deflate some of those stresses. And that, I think those are admirable qualities and I think maybe required um, if you have lessons for trucking. <laughs> that would I, th- I think that would be a requirement. Um, would you say your advice is different or would you amend your advice uh, if you have children versus not having children? I think definitely. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten into trucking if my children didn't approve of it. Um, we talked to, we have three older children and they were all for me getting into trucking. Um, if they weren't for that, I probably wouldn't be doing trucking right now. Okay. Um, so it was a it was an entire family decision, yes, yes. which is what it should be. Yeah. And I mean, the passenger program, um, that was definitely one thing that they're excited about. Yeah. Hopefully, that will come back and um, it will, yeah. it will. And so th- they're definitely looking forward to that. And I also I'm looking forward to bringing them with me, showing them that side of what I do. Yeah. So well, it's a it's a different perspective. I know even um, this was after I'd gotten out of the truck. Um, I my I grew up in Lorain, Ohio, so a little ways away from here. But 
Um, sometimes things used to get pretty heavy before we had a four by four program on the weekends and to try and help deflate uh, from overworking our drivers, some of the staff time to time, we would we'd haul, haul some freight. So uh, from time to time, I would actually go to Erie, Pennsylvania. And I know it was kind of a, a, a perfect joy for me because I could swing through Lorain, Ohio, have my passenger slip with me and pick up my dad and, you know, take him on, you know, two and a half hours of that trip and another two and a half hours back just so you could get an idea of what it was like. And uh, I know he was appreciative of it. To your point, too, I took my wife, you know, she went out um, only one time overnight. <laughs> it was the first and last time she did it. I think one time might be enough for her. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You'll she, be surprised. Yeah, she she hit the hit the dock, and it was um, I don't know, probably forty five minutes later, and she says, "So now what?" I says, "So well, now we wait. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll load us when they're ready to load us." And she looked at me. She paused for about a half a second. She said, "Well, this sucks." <laughs> so it's definitely not for everybody, but at least to your point, Mike, to get that to get that perspective, I think is it's it's really important. What would you say your biggest successes have been maintaining a marriage? that involves a trucking lifestyle? What's, what's your biggest win? The Going into this job, I think, has strengthened our relationship. So um, even though we have four children at home still, um, we don't get a lot of alone time. But since I live close to the yard here, she brings me to work. She picks me up. So those little, little bit of time that we have together alone um, has strengthened our relationship just that one-on-one time that we have. Peggy, what would you say? What's your biggest win? When he worked in retail, it was very stressful on all of us. Um, because of him working third shift, he would have to, we'd have to, I would have to keep the kids quiet so that dad could sleep. Mm-hmm. And now they can kind of be wild, if you want to say, <laughs> you know, not have to tiptoe through the house to be quiet. So it is, it is just wonderful with him working here that, he, when he's home, he's actually spending time with the kids. He's not sleeping. He's present. And just because his body's there, he's actually spending time with all of us. Um, like over the summer, um, my my Mother's Day gift was uh, 12 chickens. Really? So um, over the summer, he had to build a hen house for me because we really didn't have anything to store, you know, for them to house. Yeah. Well, the 12 chickens become 30. That's what that's chicken math for all those chicken people out there. Um, so now at night, um, we what we do is free range them for like, an, I don't know, two hours, depending on the weather. And we will normally all go out as a family and spend time together away from electronics, away from TV, away from everything and just go out and play ball and kick ball. When he was working retail, he, we would have never have done that because mm-hmm. he would have been sleeping all day long and then working all night while we were right. sleeping. So for us, this has really strengthened our relationship. I mean, we don't necessarily go out on dates. I mean, we've been married for 29 years. Congratulations. Um, That's an achievement all on its own. Yeah. And with four kids, we just really don't have that much time to go out on dates. Like we said, football and volleyball and band and and six-year-old and one that's graduated. Yeah, we have one that's 19 and six. So, (laughs) you know, we have quite a range of of kids. But um, just... Our time together is just different. It's more loving and more caring than what it has been when he worked retail. And you can really tell the difference in him just 
from coming over here to work. Sure. I, I think, um, I think that uh, my wife and I probably followed that same path to some, to some degree that the, that the time at home, I was very understanding that she was trapped in at home basically, you know, for, for most of the week. And uh, when it came time to get to the weekends, um, she wanted to get out of the house and go somewhere and do something. And the last thing a driver wants to do is drive on the weekends. But um, I never made it a point to be fussy about that. It's just, it, it is what it is and being understanding, taking that trade off. And the value that you get is that I was spending time with my family. It was quality time, real time. Um, I will tell you that uh, my wife helped me maintain some pers- perspective. And I think you touched on that a little bit earlier, Peggy, when, uh, um, when kind of the chips are down for the day or you're having a tough day, um, you know, you don't want to take it out on anybody, and including your, your spouse, but to be able to have someone to just kind of vent to, you know, the, those problems of the day or the problems of the week and just have that uh, empathetic or, or sympathetic ear is a good thing. Um, you know, over the years, I, I really have given this particular topic maybe more thought than um, a lot of others in, in different angles of trucking and, and, and the, the relationship side of things for me that that relationship has to be a priority, right? It has to come first. That has to be the number one thing. You got to keep in mind that that career path, it requires a true, deep understanding along with a level of support for, for one another in each one of those situations. You've got a household that's got stresses each day, being home alone to yes. deal with all those things. You've got um, those folks that you need to have a support system. You got to have a, a grouping or, or some people that you can rely on on the home front, good contact information, plans in the event of emergency situations. And from the driver's perspective, you've got traffic to deal with. There's routing, um, hours of service, shippers, receivers, uh, company policies, you know, the law, dispatchers, and the time away from home to deal with as well. So you really have to have those perspectives on both sides and an understandings of, uh, of the di- dynamics between those two things. Um, you know, trust, being open, you know, you guys, you talk every day, uh, you're, you're um, uh, chatting, you know, uh, being able to video chat, what a great feature that yes. is in, in this day and age. But it takes work, right? It takes right. work to maintain a, a marriage or a relationship. And, and these are the things that, it, that have to be in place. And then, as you're pointing out, I think the biggest thing is then valuing that time together. Uh, when you get to the point where you can take the chickens out <laughs> and and go for a little spin with the chickens, right? Um, what insight would you give beyond kind of those those points that either you've mentioned or I've mentioned? What else What else can someone do to to kind of strengthen uh, their relationship, their bond? <laughs> I can't think of anything <laughs> else right now. So. That's okay. That's okay. Are Are there any resources that helped? You guys, as you either you got started or, or out there now, are there some things that you lean on? Uh, you know that, that help maybe the day to day. I I don't know. You know, some some people have you know they, they lean on the church a bit, uh, um, maybe family friends, maybe there's some other outside organizations that uh, that you guys utilize that, that that might help for the for couples out on you know that one of the one of the spouses out on the road. We do utilize the church. Um, we go to sun well church every Sunday, um, and when he is on the road on Sundays, um, he listens to the message 
Uh, I don't know, on Siri. Isn't that right? Um, and then he'll tell me, that, hey, I listened to the, uh, a sermon today about such and such. And I'm like, you know, that to me, that I think that is amazing, awesome that he chose to listen to a message, listen to a sermon while he's out on the road, while he's driving, because he missed the, the home church. Um, so, I, so you're still and, sharing and, in that faith. Right. Yeah. Um, we are um, believers, you know, and I think um, when he has problems at work, bad weather, uh, bad roads, construction, um, all that kind of stuff, um, he'll send a message or call me, whatever, and, um, you know, tell me something, you know, something's going on. And as soon as we're off the phone, the first thing I do is start praying and lifting him up in prayer and, and helping him to continue on and have the strength that he has to get through that construction or, um, the bad red roads and that kind of stuff. I mean, he has had some, not real bad, but, but yeah. bad roads lately that up in Michigan and that kind of stuff that, um, and that's pretty much what I did most of the day just because I knew that he was stressed out from the driving and I know how stressed I can get yeah. <laughs> when, when driving in the snow. Um, so faith is a big thing for our relationship as well. Okay. I appreciate that perspective. Did either of you or, or both of you, did you have any role models or, um, Anyone to kind of follow or to, or take advice from as you, as you got started in trucking, Mike? Uh, in trucking, no. Uh, this is kind of a leap into the deep end. There's that's okay. I mean, it was a uh, we're gonna do it and see uh, see what happens. Uh, okay. Um, I my brother drove for a little bit um, with Schneider, but that was many many years ago, and we never really even talked about it. So okay, I had really no perspective other than what I dealt with drivers at my at my previous company I worked for and um so this was all totally new yeah so yeah did you did you Peggy do you have anybody that no my I didn't know anybody in trucking I mean I grew up a farmer's daughter and okay. so we didn't closely have, related it, it, we didn't have trucks but back when I was knee-high to grasshopper per se uh we had a milk truck guy who would come through so that's basically only trucking <laughs> that i ever knew mm -hmm. and the joke was that i was the trucker's daughter because he was bald and i had red hair nobody else in the family has red hair so <laughs> 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 then i became the, the mailman's daughter you know Jeez. but um so it was kind of funny joking as a family but uh, yeah we didn't have any trucking um beforehand okay yeah i came from that world too and there was really wasn't a part of 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 my life before me getting involved with it. What activities do you like to do together? What do you, what do you like to do on a weekend? Before COVID, I mean, we would like to go to the movies, go out to eat. Um, then on Sundays, go to church. And then we always had a tradition. We'd go to meet tequilas. As um, a family. As a family. Um, just so that we were all sitting down together eating. Sure. Eating a meal together. Um, we used to have a tradition where we used to go there every Thursday when I worked third shift. That was one of my days off. So every Thursday we went to meet tequilas. But now we do, do we try to do that on Sunday afternoons. Well, not that we want to plug a restaurant, but that's, you know, that's a good place to go. <laughs> if I'm being honest, it's, yeah. a, it's kind of a local favorite, I think, here in Finley, Ohio. Um, what do you enjoy doing apart? 
I like to golf. Do you? Yep. Um, she's been golfing with me maybe twice, three times. Okay, I rode the golf cart with you, and you said, follow the ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's me golfing. I didn't swing the club. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a ride along, right? Yeah. That's all right. That's I all look right. forward to that when we were allowed to ride. <laughs> Peggy, so what, what, uh, what do you enjoy doing separately? I have a couple friends that we get together um, usually once a week and with one of the friends and we watch movies and knit together <laughs> and then I have another friend that we just get together she's what I would consider like my volleyball friend where her daughter's in volleyball and my ours is a do- volleyball that we'd always together like okay. five days a week and so we've gotten close and so we get together and used to go to an, a restaurant and um, now because of COVID we don't but uh, so we just get together at home at either one of our houses sure. and have coffee and, and chit chat and keep up with the, what's going on. But um, activity wise, I knit, I scrapbook, I sew, I make cards. <laughs> I'm a crafty person. I don't really do anything else outside the home besides That's shop with my daughter, and she spends a lot of our money. But um, <laughs> and a crazy chicken mom now. So. Yes, I am a crazy chicken woman. So. I love eggs. You guys need eggs. Let me know. I no got about. You gotta get gotta get rid of them. Yes. Well, I had what almost thirty dozen in the house the other day, and I finally called people and said, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> I need someone to take some eggs off of my hands." Please help me. <laughs> yeah. Please so, help me. Please give us a call if you need eggs. <laughs> Mike, would you say golf's your only hobby or history? I mean, I like to read. I used to read a lot. Okay. Um, and, and golf. I golfed. Used to golf a lot. So. With my previous company, I traveled a lot, opened up new stores, and a co-worker of mine, we used to, we'd golf every day. Okay. So. That's what you did in the downtime. Yeah. So, uh, are you saying that now that's really not so much a thing? Uh, just a few times a year right now. Okay. Um, with work and the kids, so. Yeah. I think those priorities end up changing a little bit, especially when you talk about being over the road. It, it, it definitely changes the way we you know the way we look at things what we do raising a, a family is an additional challenge i think for an over-the-road trucker um how does having children support the trucking lifestyle for for the two of you i mean is it sounds to me like based on what you had said earlier mike that uh, maybe it you know that was kind of a full-fledged yes let's let's do this is that true a year later yeah, I think so. I mean, they're still looking forward to getting on that truck. So, um, my our youngest, I mean, when she comes picks me up, she'll bring him every once in a while, and just for him to be able to climb up and look in the truck is, I mean, he enjoys Exciting, it. So, right? yeah. yeah. So there's still so, there's still excitement there for him. So <laughs> we always see uh, Garner brothers and Garner sisters dra- driving. Oh, there's a Garner brother or sister, you know, as we're driving down the road or whatever, and so. It, he gets excited when he sees other Garner trucks, and um, yeah. that's pretty exciting for him. And twenty-three years later, I still get excited when I see a Garner <laughs> truck too. So we drove by Cooper earlier, okay. and there was a driver heading in, and our son was like, "Look, Dad, there's a Garner." <laughs> yeah, you got to appreciate that. So, what are the complications associated? I know Peggy, you talked a little bit about the challenges. 
uh, with with children and raising them and having to get this one here and another one over there. What what other complications would you say that you've come across that maybe you didn't anticipate when this all started? This year alone, the biggest complications we've had is that we have a senior. And due to COVID, even though on the schedule it said senior night was this night, well, now all of a sudden we're moving it up. And I pretty much let them know that that couldn't be done. I said, I need at least two-week notice so that I can get Mike home. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to give them notice. I said, he's been here to every single game except for this year. He needs to be here for this because he wants to be here. And I fought for that. And they ended up changing it, oh, great. even though they were not very happy with me. But that's okay. I just keep going above ahead until I get to the right one. Sure. <laughs> until, I, in, until I'm squeezing the right one, I, I get to that. And um, he did miss one senior night, but that was because the company where he was was just a mess. Um, <laughs> that is the biggest challenge right now. With her, with her being a senior, he wants to be able to be home for senior and events. experience those things, yes. And so... Um, I've, like I said, I've had to go to bat for that to make sure that with the school and the and the uh, sporting events that she is home or that he is able to get home for for the senior nights. So we have one more senior night to deal with. And I already asked him, said, when's that going to be? And they, well, we don't know. And I was like, well, I need to know. <laughs> so I can get in the request. Right, right. Um, so other than that, really the challenges aren't any different than, like I said, when he worked in retail because he was never available to take them to anywhere because right. he was sleeping or working. So for me, that that's the only challenge because I want to make sure that he is able to participate in things that are important that is a once-in-a-lifetime, that's not going to happen again kind of thing. I mean, he got to see some of the volleyball games, but not all of them, but that's okay. This wasn't a very good year. Uh, we well, won't go into that one. <laughs> I, I think it's important to point out I, I, because I, I had a bit of this. My kids were all a lot younger still when I when I came off of the road. Um, but those events and those types of things, I think as an organization, we try to work pretty hard to make sure that you do get to see those things. And if there's you know if there's any way possible, we want to try and take care of our drivers in that respect because. That's the reason we go to work every day in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. It's right. you know it's for our families and for our households, and um, I when, think you, you definitely bring up some some good points there. When we had the the second senior night that he uh, needed to get or would like to have gotten to, yeah, they made sure that he was nowhere near this other company so that he could get home. Uh, I think Rex personally made sure he kept eye on where he was all week to make sure that he could make it home for that other senior night that we had requested because he was like, this won't happen again. <laughs> we yeah, want to yeah, make you sure you're get close. One shot. You so, get one shot at it, absolutely. And we very much appreciate that for being a company that cares for their family and wants to support the family and, and make sure that, you know, this is important to you guys as much as it is to us. Absolutely, absolutely. What, um, Mike, what would you say has been the most difficult on the road situation to translate or describe to Peggy. For me, maybe just some of the stresses that we deal with, maybe with traffic and the roads. And I know she would understand conditions on the roads, but just the amount of traffic sometimes that we're dealing with and um, some of the customers, the, the weights that we will have in some. So, yeah. 
Okay, appreciate that perspective. How about at home? What's the biggest challenge you've had to overcome? Um, when I work thirds, there'd be times where I go without sleep just to make events. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been the biggest challenge is I can't not drive to show up here for the event. So Right. And you um, want to make sure that you're rested. And... Right. So, I mean, that's been the biggest challenge that I've had to not go to every single game, um, but at least try to make the important ones. So. Sure. Peggy, what about for you? What's the biggest challenge you've had to overcome? On the home front, my biggest challenge probably was just because he's not there physically, so I can touch him and actually see his facial expressions when I went to tell him something. Like, for example, our daughter dropped a 45 pound weight on her foot, <laughs> and oh. I had to take her to the emergency room, but I didn't want to, like, hey, honey, guess where we're going tonight? <laughs> you know, it's uh, a night out. <laughs> yeah, Liz and I are just having a good old time at the ER. So, that is a challenge because we have on our Google Maps to where we can track each other so we know where each other are. And I'm not doing that to be an obsessive wife. I'm doing that so that way I'll get on the map and say, okay, he's at a rest stop or he's at a truck stop or he's at a stop that I can tell him something right. that I need to tell him and not You've just... You've got his focus and... Right. I know that he's not driving. I know he's not going through any big towns or cities. Or I'll wait until he gets to a spot to where I can tell him something. Like, for example, when my mom died. Um, thank you. Actually, we're on the way home. Yep. yep. So we knew that she was going to die. And so he was already prepared for it but still it was like to that point where you don't just want to tell anybody a challenge like that yeah when they're oh, going oh, through oh, a big city yeah, yeah. Hey, hey honey guess what <laughs> so it's one of those things where i have to make sure i keep track of of that so that i'm not telling him you know i'll send him a text or something to say hey, call when you can or whatever not important not an not emergency right. Then he'll call when he has the opportunity because he has a, um, a stand on for the phone so he can see that it, when it comes up or sure. whatever. And then he'll he'll call when he's free. Um, so I think that's the biggest challenge is just that he's not, you know, here, like right now kind of thing. It was when things happen. So I appreciate that. I'd like to thank both of you for the time today and, you know, especially when you start talking about relationships and getting a little personal about things, it takes a little bit more courage, I think, to get get, get on and do that. And I, I'm very appreciative that the two of you could come by today and have this conversation with me. And I hope that it provides some value for those that are either getting started or maybe you're already knee deep in it. Uh, but certainly the perspectives of the two of you, I, I really appreciate where you're both coming from today. And uh, it means a lot to have you both here. So I'd like to thank everybody listening to another edition of Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. <laughs>